Welcome to our first bonus episode. This episode is in honor of Women's History Month, and we are so excited about it because we got to engage with you guys. And thank you to everybody who submitted women that inspire them to make this episode possible. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, At the beginning of the month, we talked about how we really wanted to do um, something to highlight inspirational women in your guys' lives. And we were really worried that we wouldn't get enough submissions to do a full episode, but you guys really came through. And so we're able to do our very first bonus episode, and we're really excited now. Yeah. So so let's get into kind of the background just really quickly before we go into all of these boss ladies. Um, (laughs) So Women's History Month is celebrated in March. And... It's a celebration of women's achievements and contributions throughout history because there are so many. Um, And this whole month is dedicated for women's history because the contributions that women make, um, they're often overlooked, especially in earlier times. So we just have a whole month dedicated to celebrating the contributions of women. Yeah. It should be every single day every day (laughs) yeah um flowers every day for every single woman in your life but um so something that's interesting is that there's always a theme every year and so the theme for 2022 is this is a quote women providing healing promoting hope i did not know there was a theme Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah so i really like that and they talked about how um so in this article um we'll link it in the show notes but They said the theme is both a tribute to the ceaseless work of caregivers and frontline workers during this ongoing pandemic and also a recognition of the thousands of ways that women of all cultures have provided both healing and hope throughout history. I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. And I think it's especially appropriate. I mean, it specifically mentioned the pandemic, but like everybody's been affected and I think it's really important to highlight this big event in everybody's lives. Yeah, definitely. So that's really cool. Yeah. So women's history month, that's a little bit of background. Um, so for any of you guys who don't follow our Instagram, which if you don't, then go follow us. Um, we post a lot of updates. We post content from the shows that we talk about and everything. So go follow us at real talk about feminism pod. Um, but if you guys submit it through Instagram, then, you know, we started collecting submissions at the beginning of this month and these are just women that inspire you. And so some of them are personal women in your lives. And then some of them are people that we were able to get a little bit more background on, but we're going to highlight them right now. First up is Joan of Arc, and the person who submitted this said she fought for what she believed in despite her gender being a roadblock. And Joan of Arc, I feel like we all, like, know her name, but I actually don't really know that much about her, I guess. Yeah. When I was doing some research on her, I discovered that there's a lot that I don't know about her. And I think we all, like you said, we all know Joan of Arc. She's a, a fierce yeah, woman. Yeah, like, like, when you think feminism, like, she comes to mind for sure. Yeah, but we don't all really know that much about her, so... Yeah, she was a peasant girl from medieval France, and she led a French army to the city of Orleans, where they won the battle. Joan was captured and tried for hearsay and witchcraft, and she was burned at the stake in 1431 when she was only 19 years old. Oh, gosh. That's really sad. Yeah. When I was doing research, there was a lot of different reasons behind her being burned at the stake. 
Like, there was, like, someone said that she stole something. Someone else said that she was a witch. Like, there was, like, a bunch of reasons. Yeah, I mean, 1431, I'm sure there's not clarity there. Right. But she was, she led this battle, and they won. She led the French army. So, pretty cool. So, this was the next submission that we got. Um, The person that inspires them is their mom, and she said, because she was the main provider for my family when my dad died. Um... First off, that's really sad. Our heart goes out to you. But praise to single mothers. Seriously. Like, you have to deal with this tragedy of, like, losing your partner, but you also have a family to take care of. And, like, I'm not sure if she was working before or or whatnot, but, like, if she wasn't, like, literally her life is turned upside down. Like, mm-hmm. she has to find a job. She has to provide for these kids. She has to find daycare. Like, all these things. So seriously, praise to single mothers. Yeah, honestly. I can't imagine. Um, I just can't imagine how hard that is. You have to uh-huh. do everything. And, and like like that. Yeah. Like in a moment's change. Yeah. And like you said, like they are – she has to grieve her partner mm-hmm. being gone and be a mom and a provider, all this stuff. Like so much praise to your mom. She's inspiring to us. Yeah. <laughs> Next one submitted was Ashley Graham, which uh, we actually did a feminist highlight on her in a previous episode. I'm not positive which one, but um, I absolutely love Ashley. I follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She actually just had two twin boys. Yes. <laughs> I'm living for it. So cute. So freaking cute. Um, for those who don't know, just briefly about her, she's a really popular model, um, and a lot of her popularity is from her being considered a curvy model Mm -hmm. like she's not the standard size zero six foot model um she actually prefers the term curvy over plus size um she's launched a bathing suit line she wrote a memoir she even had a barbie made after her um and her one condition with doing this was that the barbie could not have a thigh gap Mm -hmm. and in addition to having her two twin boys she also has another son yeah, so she is a boy mom. Yeah. She's got three boys. Literally so cute. Her kids are adorable. So cute. Her and her husband are very cute. She's just really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a working mother, which is yeah. really great. So um, that's Ashley Graham. Um, so somebody else submitted um quote, my sister Sarai. She is a mom and was a full time teacher, the sweetest, bestest friend. So cute. Um, Praise to teachers. Yeah, praise to teachers as well. Do not get paid enough at all mm-hmm. and have to deal with so much, mm-hmm. like, working extremely overtime. I've heard, like, a lot of, like, on TikTok, a lot of people will go on there and say, like, yeah, my parent was a teacher and, like, literally they'd come home and, like, grade papers all week, mm-hmm. like, every single night. Yeah. And, like, prepare lessons and, like, buy their own supplies. It's a yeah. huge issue. Yeah, there are so many teachers. I know I had multiple teachers, like, in middle elementary and high school, Mm -hmm. and they would buy supplies out of their own money, and they don't get paid a lot anyways, and so, like, they just have such good hearts. They're raising the next generation, and they do such great work. Yeah. Shout out to um, my kindergarten teacher, Mary Rich, if you're out there listening. Mary, we love you. We love you. You're so inspirational to us. And that's that's someone who's inspirational to me. Yeah. Just wanted to give sure. her a little shout out. For sure. Liz Plank, who I actually didn't know 
um, but somebody submitted her. She is a filmmaker, award-winning journalist, author, and the executive producer and host of several critically acclaimed digital series at Vox Media and NBC News. She's a huge feminist. She actually wrote a book called For the Love of Men, A Vision for Mindful Masculinity. I should read that. Mm -hmm. That might be my book for next month. Yeah. Um, she co-hosts the Man Enough podcast with Justin Baldoni. Yay! And we love Justin Baldoni. Mm -hmm. He is a Raphael and Jane the Virgin. Yeah, One of and our favorite he shows. is a huge feminist and a He's huge a advocate huge for, like, what true manlyhood is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, should, we should have Oh, my gosh. On. Justin, please come on. Like, we would literally We die. would love you. Um, We actually – you know how they have, like, those little – library set up sometimes where like you can exchange a book yeah yeah so remember on halloween night like on yes. Main street so i actually have his book and i should read it mm -hmm. yeah when you're done reading it give it to me i want to okay. read it um this is our plea if anyone knows justin baldoni <laughs> please come on the podcast and talk about man enough because please. we love you and we're obsessed with you and we would love to have you on that would be awesome <laughs> Um, a little more about Liz. She's the CEO of her own production company, and she's been listed as one of Forbes 30 under 30. Something else that I discovered while I was researching her is that um, she was blocked on Twitter by Trump. And <gasps> oh, she's, gosh. like, apparently, like, like, that is, like, one of her biggest accomplishments, she says. Seriously, Because though. she's just talking about, like, gender equality mm -hmm. and bringing up the real raw issues with gender mm -hmm. and um, which of course he doesn't care about yeah and so he blocked her <laughs> <laughs> so petty so like petty. Dude, get over yourself <laughs> yeah anyways so that yeah that was Liz Plank super cool I had never actually heard of her either so. yeah I didn't know too much about her yeah all right so the next one um Julia Burnett she was submitted and she's actually a journalist at my old school she I really admire her work at your school? Oh, I read the note. It said journalist at my old school. And I was like, oh, the, the submitter. Yeah. Yeah. She was submitted by her friend. And she is one of the writers for the school newspaper. Oh, cool. And she tackles a lot of topics um, such as mandatory consent training, sexual assault awareness. She covers a lot in that realm. And I think it's really brave of her to be speaking out and talking about those things at such a religious conservative yeah. school. Um, and yeah, I've had the pleasure of doing two interviews with her and sitting down and talking with her. So she's super nice, super cute. Um, she's really cute on Instagram. I, I just saw a post of like her and her boyfriend and they're Aww. really cute. So um, yeah, definitely uh, really admire her. Very inspirational. The next one is Michelle Obama. <laughs> Haley, I bet you actually submitted this one. <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I honestly couldn't remember because it was on our list, and I was like, wait, did I add that, or is, <laughs> did someone else say that? Well, either way, I mean, she's deserving of it. Um, She's an Ivy League graduate. She graduated from Harvard. Yes, girl. She built a successful career as a lawyer. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, with the First Ladies, like, there are so many cool things about the First Ladies that, like, just don't even get mentioned because they're the wife of the president. Like, yes. that's what they're known for. Yes. And in her book, Becoming, you can watch the Netflix documentary. I don't actually – it's probably still up. But the Becoming documentary on Netflix, something that just, like, it sticks with me so much is that she talked about how – and this is a paraphrased quote, but she talked about how she didn't 
want to be an accessory to her husband's success. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to just be the president's wife, the first Mm -hmm. lady. And she made her own success as a lawyer, as a mother, as a wife. And she made her own life, even though her husband has, you know, he's the president. He has all these accomplishments. She does too. And she, Mm -hmm. I love the way she said she's not an accessory to his success. I love that. Cause like, unintentionally that happens you know it's just like oh the first lady like and that's what you're known for like then and forever on Mm -hmm. so I do think it's really cool like she's built her own platform and life and it's really cool right somebody else submitted my mom she's my mom like I love I I love that too because it's like you don't really need a reason like she's your mom yeah that's awesome yeah mothers have the hardest job in the world seriously and so I just yeah I applaud we our mom is very inspirational yeah mom if you're listening (laughs) yeah we love you you're so inspirational to us and yeah moms just literally do the most literally like willingly yeah without a second thought Mm -hmm. so much love and yeah so I love that submission so simple but like so true um so someone else submitted Malala Yousafzai. Yes. And we did an extensive feminist highlight on her um, a few episodes back. Yeah, it, was it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, and so just if you guys don't know her, then you're living under a rock. But <laughs> just kidding. Um, but she is a Pakistani activist for female education and she won a Nobel Peace Prize. She's mm-hmm. the world's youngest Nobel Prize laureate and the second Pakistani to ever receive a Nobel Prize. Yeah. And she recently – I follow her on Instagram. She recently had um, a small wedding. Mm-hmm. And so she's married. Yes. And um, she captioned her post. She said, today marks a precious day in my life. Please send us your prayers. We are excited to walk together for the journey ahead. And she wore a pink dress. Oh, so cute. So She looked really She beautiful. really did. So stunning. But, yeah, if you guys want to um, learn more about her, then go back and listen to that Feminist Highlight whatever episode. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, Sorry. I can't remember. <laughs> the next submission is our Nana. Yay! I'm guessing you submitted this too. No. Oh. Actually, our uncle did. Oh. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um. So they specifically said she's so funny and loving, and we just absolutely love her. Yeah, seriously. She's a life of the party. Like, yeah, she is so fun. She's also a huge supporter of the podcast. Mm-hmm. She's always commenting on every post. She's always listening, gives really great input on the episodes. Yeah. And so, yeah, we yeah. love her. We don't see her enough. I know. Yeah, we were talking about that. It's been like two years. Yeah. So the next submission that we got was Kalpana Chala. And um, this person who submitted it said she was the first woman of Indian descent in space, aerospace engineer, and broke gender barriers in her home country. So I had never heard of her before. Mm -hmm. And so doing some research, it was really amazing to hear her story. So she was the first Indian-born woman in space, as the person said. Um, So she grew up in India. She got her degree in aeronautical engineering while she was living in India. And then after completing that degree, she immigrated to the United States in the 80s and then became a naturalized citizen to continue her studies here in America. She obtained her master's degree from the University of Texas, and she earned a doctorate in aerospace engineering from the University of Colorado. 
1988. So obviously a very educated woman. Yes. She definitely knows her stuff. Um, So she felt passionately about providing science education opportunities for young girls in India. And she worked with multiple foundations to try and give them the education that she wanted them to have. Yeah. Really cool. Um, Unfortunately, it has a tragic ending. Um, She did go on two missions. She completed the first mission successfully with her team. The pictures of them up there are really cool. Um, She looks very happy. And then the second mission that she was on, on their way back down to Earth, the something happened and the space thing lost. <laughs> space space thing? thing? Girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the spaceship, rocket ship, I don't know. <laughs> it lost pressure. And um, when they were going back through the atmosphere and it killed the entire crew in 2003 really sad but she made a big difference yeah very tragic but she did make a huge difference she broke barriers very educated she helped young girls in india get the education that they need and so very inspirational our next submission is anita becerra who's actually our aunt and she's an artist and she's a mother we love her kids they're our adorable little cousins they're so cute (laughs) she is an artist as well um she makes beautiful handcrafted jewelry and ceramics and her instagram is at nita underscore cole if you guys want to check out her art it's seriously beautiful yeah so pretty she's a very amazing artist so definitely go check her out and uh if you go to her instagram that ken's just said then her website's in there too And you can check out her shop. Yeah. So our last submission that we have is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RBG. Yep. And she was the second female justice in the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, I liked this little parallel to Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she met her husband, who was also a law student. Mm -hmm. And that's how... Michelle and Barack. That's really <laughs> like, cool. Uh, like I know them personally. Like my friends. <laughs> my friends. That's how they met. They told me. Um, but yeah, so she met her husband while they were in law school. Um, while Ruth was at Harvard, she learned to balance life as a mother and also being a law student, which is incredibly hard to adjust mm-hmm. to. Um, she also encountered a very male-dominated, hostile environment. Because there was only eight females in her class of 500. Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, a lot to work around. Um, Her husband, he came down with testicular cancer in 1956. And he had to get intensive treatment and rehab. And remember, he was also a law student. Right. And so, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg attended school. She cared for her young daughter and sick husband. And she actually took notes for him in classes while she also studied law on her own. I can't even imagine. Like, the definition of a female baddie. Yeah. But also just, like, combining that caretaker aspect, also having a successful career and keep, like, she was still on the path to become a lawyer. Like, so amazing. She balanced so much. Yeah, and, like, she, I feel like she kind of just was like, well, it has to be done. Like, my husband, like, he's still – even though he's sick, he still deserves to do well in school. Right. So she just stepped up. hmm Yeah. And um, she did graduate first in her class in 1959. Wow. Not surprised. Yeah. So amazing. <laughs> um, and then she served as a justice on the Supreme Court in the United States for 27 years. 
and she sadly passed away on September 18th of 2020. As if 2020 can get worse. I remember, like, when she passed away, Mm -hmm. like, literally, that's all anyone was talking about because it was so sad because, like, she made a huge difference in the country and the world. Mm -hmm. So it was really sad. Yeah, and she served for a a long long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she served through some really, uh, what's the... Like, monumental cases. Yes, monumental cases. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely really amazing. Um, thank you guys so much for submitting these women and hopefully you guys are just able to take this quick 20 minutes out of your day and really celebrate Women's History Month. This is getting released towards the end of the month, but just it's so amazing to recognize the accomplishments of women throughout history and now it's just amazing so thank you guys for submitting those thank you so much and we will see you guys next week with our regularly released episode (laughs) yep see you guys next week bye bye